We're going to have a mini stream today. Um, uh, we had a couple of reasons to be late. And uh, as usually happens, Ramadan is a bit of a wacky and crazy schedule. Um, that's how it is. But we'll try to get something going today. And we got a little bit of a, a stream today. So we're going to do our dua. We'll start off with our dua. If you're, uh, Omar, when you're ready with that, tell me. We'll start with our dua for Wednesday. We will read some affairs of the Ummah, the, cla- the uh, shifting away of the dollar. Are you familiar with this? Are you aware of this? Like This is one of the biggest things that's happening that no one's talking about. No, like Saudi, Brazil, India, they're no longer going to use the dollar. You, you won. Yeah, the China, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're either going to do with their own currency directly, or they're going to go with the yuan, and that's um, something that sounds like a bit abstract for a lot of people. But the actual impact of it is probably worse than a war. Yeah, the to 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 do that to to, and then the hilarious thing, Biden's spokesperson comes up and says, "We will not stand. This is against Americans' rights." Are you, like, seriously in another world? Seriously in another world? Um, okay, we're ready for the du'a. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inna fatahna laka fatham mubina liyaghfira laka Allahu ma taqaddama min dhambika wa ma ta'akhar wa yutamana amatahu alayka wa yahdiyaka siratam mustaqima wa yansuraka Allahu nasran aziza وكان عند الله وجيها وجيها في الدنيا والآخرة ومن المقربين وجهت وجهها للذي فطر السماوات والأرض بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نصر من الله وفتح قريب وبشر المؤمنين يا أيها الذين آمنوا كونوا أنصار الله كما قال يوسف بن مريم الحواريين من أنصاري إلى الله قال الحواريون نحن أنصار الله الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض ولا يؤده حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لو أنزل هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله وتلك الأمثال نضربها للناس لعلهم يتفكرون هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة هو الرحمن الرحيم هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الملك القدوس السلام المؤمن المهيمن العزيز الجبار المتكبر سبحان الله عما يشركون هو الله الخالق البارئ المصور له الأسماء الحسنى يسبح له ما في السماوات والأرض وهو العزيز والحكيم أعيد نفسي بالله تعالى من كل ما يسمع بأذنين ويبصر بعينين ويمشي برجلين ويبطش بيدين ويتكلم بشفتين حصنت نفسي بالله الخالق الأكبر من شر ما أخاف أحذر من الجن والإنس وأن يحضرون عز جاره وجل ثناؤه وتقدست أسماؤه ولا إله غيره اللهم إني جعلك في نحور آدائي وأعوذ بك من شرورهم وتعيلهم ومكرهم ومكائدهم 
أطفئ نار من أراد بعداوة من الجن والإنس يا حفظ يا حفيظ يا كافي يا محيط سبحانك يا رب ما أعظم شأنك وأعز سلطانك تحسنت بالله وبأسماء الله وبآيات الله وملائكة الله وأنبياء الله ورسل الله والصالحين من عباد الله حسنت نفسي بلا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم احرسني بعينك التي لا تنام واكنفني بكنفك الذي لا يرام وارحمني بقدرتك علي فلا أهلك وأنت الثقتي ورجائي يا غيات المستغيثين يا غيات المستغيثين يا غيات المستغيثين يا درك الهالكين يا درك الهالكين يا درك الهالكين اكفني شر كل طارق يطرق بليل أو نهار إلا طارق يطرق بخير إنك على كل شيء قدير بسم الله رقي نفسي من كل ما يؤذي ومن كل حاسد الله شفائي بسم الله رقيت اللهم رب الناس أذو الباس اشفي أنت الشافي وعفي أنت المعافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما ولا ألما يا كافي يا وافي يا حميد يا مجيد ارفعني كل بتعب شديد واكفني من الحد والحديد والمرض الشديد والجيش العديد واجعلي نور من نورك وعز من عزك ونصر من نصرك وبهاء من بهائك وعطاء من عطائك وحراسة من حراستك وتأييد من تأييدك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام والمواهب العظام أسألك أن تكفيني من شر كل ذي شر إنك أنت الله الخالق الأكبر وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه والحمد لله رب العالمين ظاهرا وباطنا وعلى كل حال يا أرحم الراحمين صلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين All right, listen up. Um, in a little bit, we are going to Zoom and we're going to be with Oh, you closed it? Hold on. Yeah. Sorry about that. In a little bit, we are going to Zoom, and we will be, um, uh, we're going to be on U of T. We're going to be on the University of uh, Toronto MSA operation. Okay, so um, join us there. But let's read our... Quick story here on on the currency. Let me pull that up real quick. 
Who's there? Ahmed Ali, is that you? Salam, Kivharuk. What you up to? All right, let's get the just, just the the quickest breaking summary, breaking news on uh, on this. Um, this is going to be something where like it's one of those things that goes unnoticed, not really much talked about in the mainstream of the world. Uh, where Ahmed, where are you going? Yeah, closing door. What what is going on? Why are they screaming like that? Weirdos, is that? Bloomberg can't read it. Paywall. Okay. Let's run up. So everyone, make sure you hop onto the Zoom link that I just put up there. Okay. Um, you don't have to register for anything. Just go to the Zoom link because um, we're going to go there in a little bit to talk to um, the University of Toronto students. Since World War II, the U.S. dollar has been the world's strongest currency. What does that mean? It means that because the people believe in the stability of the United States, that's really what it is. It's essentially... uh, trust they trust that the united states they're stable their currency is going to be stable they're working they're producing stuff they're producing wealth okay when two nations trade they usually trade through the dollar okay so when they make a deal or of some sort the currency in the middle is the dollar well what does that mean that means more people are buying the dollar so that further boosts up the dollar and this has been the case since world war ii Okay, and but economic experts far and wide are now warning that this power is waning in a severe way. Now, people, us Americans, we just live with the assumption that we got the greatest country in the world and it's the strongest power, and not like that's something that um, can be can 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 go away. And the weird thing is, this is the most important thing, the most important factor that would cause a currency to decline is that nations, governments, will not trade through it anymore, okay, when they deal with other nations. All right, Breitbart economics editor John Carney, I don't know why they're citing him, but uh, warned that the dollar's feeble valuation could be a serious threat to the U.S.'s crucial influence on the world stage. Russia, China may be preparing a new gold-backed currency. They want stability. But experts assure the U.S. dollar is still the safest, okay? That's what some say. It's not only... That's, by the way, that was a headline, another headline. It's not only a serious threat, he he says, it's an inevitability. We went through three stages, as you said, after World War II. The U.S. was the biggest economy in the world. In the 70s, global banking became... Basically, dollar central. So when you, with the fall of the Soviet Union, the entire world, more or less, came under the domination of the U.S. dollar. It's the most trusted currency. We're going to trade through it. 
That is now drifting away. China and Russia are starting to build an alternative block of currency. Okay. Economic experts' comments come in response to China's ongoing effort to disband from the dollar. They began the strategic process of de-dollarizing their business dealings during Russia's invasion of Crimea. Okay. Will Kane reported that uh, as a result, 3% of reserve portfolios are currently sitting in the Chinese yuan. Over the last two decades, the U.S. dollar has lost 12 per, uh, percentage points of market share, falling from 71 to 59%, uh, according to the IMF. Keynes subsequently asked, how viable is China's alternative? Okay. I don't think in the long run that the yuan is actually a threat that is ever going to become the dominant currency of the world because the Chinese communist system is not open enough. The U.S. system is very open. Other countries can trust that our reserve currency, that we're not manipulating it. Okay. So I don't think China is going to become the dominant currency, he says. And I think Europe all right, and our closest allies and Japan will remain on the dollar. And I think that the Saudis and most oil countries want to have a good relationship with the dollar. However, I think we're going to have alternate blocks that we haven't had for a long time. Okay. Carney further argued that the U.S. choosing to actively dwindle its trade deficit with China will economically benefit the nation's economy and bolster the strength of the dollar. Okay, a whole bunch of blah, blah, blah. Basically, summaries there is that the U.S. dollar is, when, it, when, it, when people stop trading in it, you're going to notice that it's so, it gets weaker. And when it gets weaker, you're going to have issues inside the country. Because once you have situations of, um, I'm not going to say poverty, but I'm going to say prices are going up. And prices are going up in an insane way. Uh, the way prices are going up, um, let me just tell everyone here to come at 310. The way prices are going up is pretty absurd. If you look at the uh, cost of livings everywhere, people are moving to places like uh, the South, Atlanta, but then salaries are also lower. Going to Atlanta and going to Texas only makes sense if you have an online business, right? Or your salary is going to be matching because people go to those states and they see homes with huge lawns going for 250 k and a swimming pool, and they go crazy. we got to move here. Yeah, but your salary is also less, too. Unless your uh, wealth is coming from an online uh, operation. Okay. All right. So, uh, as I said, we have a mini. We have a mini stream today. Go to the link. I just posted the link. I'll, pop, I'll put it again. Okay, I'll put it up again. We're going to go here. As soon as we log off here, we're going to the University of Toronto MSA to give a talk on the Hikam of Ibn Atta. Okay, if you're on Instagram, you're listening on any other, go, go to YouTube and get the link from the chat. Okay, we put the link a couple times. All right, that's where the link is and that's where we'll have the rest of our stream today. Now, uh, I think it's so important to have a believer's worldview when it comes to wealth, okay? 
to have a believer's worldview when it comes to wealth. Life is good. Life will be good. All right. Provided that we are in obedience of Allah and His Messenger and in much remembrance. That is a guarantee. Those who believe and do good works and have a good opinion always of Allah. And are always speaking the good. And I do also feel that there is some worth to this because it does prove, in a sense, disobedience leads to poverty. And we are going so far off the fitra. Okay? And I have a personal challenge to myself. I'm not going to speak about certain subjects that I used to always usually speak on. For, from this one on to next one, I want to see if I can do it. Right? It's just become insane. It's just become too much. It's, they're in our face all day and all night. And they're controlling what we're talking about. So I'm... So, I don't like the feeling of being like manipulating control like this, so I'm not going to talk about it. But that stuff, general disobedience of Allah, always leads to poverty. Why does it lead to poverty? Because disobedience of Allah Ta'ala leads to lack of discipline. It leads to your whims taking over, right? That's what it leads to. And result of that is that uh, it, that trickles down into regular life. Okay, it starts out with your beliefs and your morals, but then it trickles down into everyday life. Okay. Melody says, uh, not a bad idea, a basket of currencies. You know the concept of the basket of goods? The best way to measure like wealth or to, be, to stabilize wealth is to get a basket of diverse goods. If you ever get a retirement, a retirement fund, what's, what stocks are in the retirement fund? Things from all across the industries. You have stuff that is like tech, and you have medical, and you have agricultural, and you'll have like uh, maybe oil and gas companies, and you'll have back end businesses. There are so many massive back end businesses that um, you'll never hear about. Like, for example, who produces the steel for buildings? Who, there are there's stuff that's needed in the steel. Stuff that you when I when I looked at some of these things that I'm involved in, like what in the world company is this? Who would even know this stuff exists? The stuff that goes in the stuff that makes that's like behind uh, our ceilings and our walls. Okay, that you'll you'll just never in your life as a regular consumer ever buy it. But it's a massive business and it's stable. Right? Because there's not a lot of competition, right? There's not a lot of competition in these in these industries that are behind the scene industries. So we, when people look at stocks, they tend to look at, and when they look at the production of a country, they tend to look at what consumers buy, like Apple, Google, Samsung. Well, there's so many industries that are behind the scenes that are business to business, that um, that are also a source of stability. So that's the idea of a bundle of goods. And let's say, let's take this as an example. Someone says, I'm going to lend you 50 grand. 50 grand is a decent chunk of money. You're not going to get your money back very soon. You may get it back in 10 years. Let's say the guy says, I'll pay you back in 10 years. You're doing me a big favor. Well, in 10 years, 50 grand is not worth what it is now. So people are upset about this. And they said, this is why they want interest. 
right? They want uh, to, 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 to take inflation into account when you pay me back. Well, we say that's a dibba. So he said, well, how do I get a, my fair amount of money back? The value of my money. How do I get that back? We say that you pin the loan to a bundle of goods. Okay, so bundle of goods would mean, all right, this much gold, this much silver, this much grain, this much gas, this much, the value of that weight or measure of those commodities. See, Yavuz got it. All right, he says, you got to lend a basket of commodities. So right now, this measure of commodities is worth 50, 50K. And I'm not lending you 50K. I'm lending you this value, this amount of commodities, of diverse range of commodities. Then we, 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 we monitor that somehow. You can create a little piece of software that monitors the value of these things. So if oil was to go down, sugar would to go up. If gold was to go down, silver was to go up. Silver hardly moves, but that's how it would work. Okay, so that where it would things would even out at the end, and in ten years you get uh, pretty much the same value. Oh no, uh, Omar, they want us at three fifteen. Yeah, three fifteen. Yeah, so you could just delete those things at four. Sorry, it wasn't clear. Um, does that make sense? How does that make sense? The, the basket of goods the bundle of goods does it make sense to you right does it, it doesn't make sense to you yet all right so if i lend you 50k right now and it's the year 2023 and you say i'll pay you back in 20 by 2030 $50,000 is not worth the same amount of money it's not the same value sorry the value is going to go down so what i can buy with 50k now i can't buy a 50k in 2030 No, 50K, $50,000, right? So if I could buy like two Hondas right now, I can't buy two Hondas in 2030. The 50K, the value goes down because deflation, uh, the the, the, uh, devaluation of the currencies, always it's steady, right? So how do I get my fair share of value back? I get my share fair by saying, listen, forget this. We're going to do a bundle of goods from diverse facets, industries of life, that if one was to go up, the other was go down, it'll even out. You see? Yeah. So I'm not lending you 50K. I'm lending you this value of these diverse commodities, like things that are unrelated, gold, silver, sugar, oil, uh, things that are far across the board. So like if we had a house, if, if the market crashed for gold, it wouldn't crash for sugar, Right. You see what I'm saying? You following along? But the opposite spectrum. Yeah, opposite spectrum, diverse spectrum. Yes, yes, a measure of these commodities. By the huh? I'm going to give it to you in the value of this in cash right now, right? But the what what I'm loaning you is this value. This chart that we made or this table that we made. Okay. Right now it's valued at 50K. So I'm going to give you 50K. In 2030, when you pay me back, you're going to pay me the dollar amount that this list of stuff equals. You see what I mean? 
No, equivalent to the chart of the the, the vast bundle of goods, because that way I get that my share value back. Does that make sense to you? All right. Do we have to go now? Crazy, 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 crazy. What a short stream this has been. How long is how many minutes have we been on? This is a record. Well, everyone, let's go over to. Um, I'm going to put the link again. Let's go over to the U of T uh, chat. Actually, my, it ran out. So you put it up. The link is pinned on the YouTube. Thank you very much. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiruk wa natubu ilayk. Walasr inna al-insana lafi khusr. Illa al-ladhina amanu wa aminu salihat. Wa tawasaw bil-haq. Wa tawasaw bil-sabr. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah.